0: It is crucially important when we seek God to have the focus of our desire to be God himself, his own presence. But when we do that, true to his nature as overwhelmingly generous, we receive more than that more than His presence. So this week we're taking a look at what else happens when we find God. And if you know others that would be encouraged by prayer about getting more than we ask for, now would be a great time to share this live stream. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We're going to dive into episode 85 and pray together about what happens when we seek God. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of worship prayer. We're praying through the names of God, and this week we have another compound name, El Shaddai. Of the many Hebrew names for God that have been transliterated into the English language, El Shaddai is probably one of the best known, particularly of the names that start with El. Literally, El Shaddai means God Almighty, and it is among the most frequently appearing ways that writers refer to God in scripture. It appears 29 times in Job alone, which is the most of any books of the Bible. Being one of the most well-known El compound names, You'd think that it would be easy to explain, but no, there's some debate about where Shaddai comes from. El is easy. It's a shortened form of Elohim, which we talked about a few weeks ago, and it's a term for divinity, for the idea of God, and it's often used in conjunction with other words to highlight different aspects of God's character, so Shaddai. There are two main thoughts about the origin and therefore the meaning of this word, and we'll cover one today and one on Wednesday. Today we're going to look at the belief that it comes from the Hebrew word for shad, meaning breast. Now, this leads us to a name that represents a God who is completely nourishing, satisfying, supplying His people with all of their needs as a mother would her child. So connected with the word for God, or El. This denotes a God who freely gives nourishment and blessing. God Almighty is our sustainer. Today's verse is the very first time that this name appears in the Bible. Genesis 17, verses 1 and 2. The name actually appears in verse 1, but verse 2 kind of finishes the thought, so we're going to include it here as well. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. So let's dive in and pray those verses today as we think about uh, God as El Shaddai. Father, I come to you today and I'm honoring you as El Shaddai, as the Lord who gives blessing and nourishment and sustains his people, gives us all that we need. And I'm grateful for that today, grateful for you as a provider of not only nourishment um, that we need physically and spiritually, but as a, a blessing. You shower us with good gifts because you are a good father, and I honor you for that today as well. I'm grateful that you are a God who is near. We'll talk about this later, but that you can be found by us and that you continue to give us good things. The idea that you are good is really meaningful to me. I realized when I was pregnant that I used to think that you were good to other people, that you were generally good, but good to me was something different. And I celebrate that today, that you are good to each one of us. You are El Shaddai, full of nourishment and sustenance and blessing for each one of us. As we go into this prayer time, I ask you that you would... Set this time aside in our hearts, that we would be changed by it, that you would move in our hearts in a way that changes us. And as we, as we give you this time, as we offer you this space in our life today, I ask that it would be pleasing to you, that it would honor you, and that it would be a beautiful offering for you. In Jesus' name, amen. In the last few weeks, we have talked about why we should be seeking God. And we've learned that when we seek Him, as He directs, He absolutely will be found. And this week, we're looking at what happens when we do that, when we seek Him and find Him. It would be far more than enough simply to find Him, to be in His presence. But there is more because God is a phenomenally generous God. There are other things that happen when we find Him. And today, we're going to talk about two of them. We have two different verses. The first is Matthew six thirty three, and it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Now, this is a verse that we've heard probably a lot. If you, I was gonna say a million times, but if you are new to the whole Christian thing, then maybe not. But if you grew up in the church like I did, this is a verse that you will hear over and over and over. Matthew six thirty three: seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Now, all of these things, in the context of the verse as it's located in the book of Matthew is talking about what you'll eat and what you wear and don't worry about all of the things of this world, all of the things that you need because God knows you need them and he will provide them. But then you have this verse, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the other stuff will fall into place. Second verse we have is Amos 5:4. for thus says the Lord to the house of Israel, seek me and live. Now, that also implies what happens if we don't seek Him, we die, right? There's this spiritual life or death conversation and action that we need to take in order to live. We're going to live or die one or the other, and there's this spiritual response that we need of seeking God. All right, let's jump in. I'm I'm talking too much, and I need to start praying, so let's do that. Let's jump in and begin to pray through these verses. I'm grateful, Lord, that we are able to find you, that your verses say that you are close to us, and that when we seek you with our whole heart and with diligence, we will find you. You are findable, and you are close by each of us. And that, really, to sit in your presence, to be near in relationship with you, is way more than we should ask for. It's far more than we deserve. And I'm honoring you and grateful for that today. and I I acknowledge that the first reason, the first motivation, the biggest <laughs> the biggest reason that I need to seek after you is to find you, yourself. And when we do, you graciously give us more than we ask for, more than we deserve in all kinds of other ways as well. And these two are amazing. And we need to not be so worried about piling up all of the things that our culture suggests that we need. We need to stop worrying about our clothes or our hair or our house or what we look like or getting the next thing that everybody else has. And we need to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And when we do that, you'll make sure we have all that we need. Thank you for being a God who is El Shaddai, sustains us, nourishes us, and blesses us with far more than we can ask or imagine. You say that we need to seek you and live. You told Israel very clearly, seek me and live. This is where life is found, centered in the person of Jesus and the relationship we have with you, Father. This is where true life is found. Now, we chase after lots of other things that we think will bring us life, and they don't. Help us see in our own lives, because each one of us does it. Each one of us has something or more than one things in our life that pulls us and promises this is where you'll find satisfaction. This is where you'll feel truly alive. This is what you really, truly need. And those things are all false gods. Show us in our heart today as we sit before you and speak to you this morning that what that is for each one of us. Bring that to mind and lead our heart into repentance because none of them bring life only you are the source of life. As we move out into the world today, I ask that you would continue to remind us of this, that you are where life is found, that if we seek you and find you, we find life. All of us want to live an engaged, meaningful life, and we find that in you. Remind us of that. As we go through our day today, remind us and help us to see when we're looking at or thinking about or aiming at or engaging in those things that have become idols in our life and help us learn to turn away from them and turn towards you instead. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for praying with me today, for joining me in this prayer time. I so appreciate you being here If you're watching the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you find this helpful, we do it every Monday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central. We would love to have you join us on Wednesday. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show, sharing it with a friend, allow more people to join their voices with us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road. We help Christian women grow a God-first life and business. Now, my heart is that as we pray together, as you and I do this twice a week, that we would both grow in our prayer lives. You would, and I would also. That God would use these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are speaking to Him. Amen. (laughs)